What's up, everybody? This is the Divine Council. Uh, peace and greetings from the sign of the rising sun. This is uh, Martin Quay. And this is Stefan. Um, so we're just going to start an introductory pod- episode for our podcast. Uh, basically, we're just going to give a lot of content and just chop it up with, with, with y'all just on different uh, concepts of life, different content, you know, black empowerment, um, just knowledge for a lot of young individuals and, and people from all ages, um, just based off the experience that um, me and Stefan that we've had so far in our lives as a young black males. This, you know, our target audience is specific towards uh, anybody that that is uh, spiritual and wants to have an open mind and wants to, uh, you know, expand expand knowledge. So this uh. First episode, we're just kind of giving you an introduction on the content that we're going to be talking about. And, you know, just kind of give an introduction on who we are. Uh, show you a little bit of our personalities as we go along. You want to add anything to that, Stefan? Yeah, man. We we really just trying to wake up. Wake up, people. You know what I'm saying? The, having a conscious mind state, especially with uh, things that are, like, penetrating our society, like problems that face us every day, uh, specifically minorities, um, people that live in impoverished neighborhoods. We're looking to provide solutions to uh, problems that have been facing us for hundreds of years. And we hope um, t- with this podcast, we hope to elevate the minds of people and to plant those ideas within them so that they can help the next generation to um, uprise. Yeah, and I know uh, the idea for this podcast just kind of came this one day. You know, Donnie uh, Stefan came to me about uh, different concepts that we could do because, you know, we met each other a while back for, you know, a couple years ago, a couple of homeboys from college. And, you know, we just... From the start, usually just have different debates, different, uh, we just have different topics that we talk about, and it'll be, you know, from one to two people, between me and Stefan, to other members of, you know, our dorm, or roommates, friends, you know, we we were known as the type of people to really be vocal about different, different uh, topics, pop culture, sports, Politics, a lot of stuff, uh, mostly politics and social, social uh, sciences and social activities that's going on, you know, in current society. And, you know, Stefan came to me with, with the idea of, you know, we can just go ahead and, and spread this knowledge. We're, we're young and knowledgeable, and we're able to articulate, and we've been told different, you know, even Ubers, Ubers, you know, uh, even out at, at, at work, uh, even in society, just the way we, we, the topics we talk, talk about and the way we, we talk to people and what we speak on, um, and our, our different perspectives really, uh, sparked, sparked our minds to push this, push more content out, push more energy out, um, because, We've been, I've been told, you know, in the past that I can, I can definitely tell a good story, 
Um, I was I was I was really known for telling uh, really good stories, you know, back back in school. But basically, this is what the idea for the podcast came from. You know, we want to promote as much positivity as we can um, for for everybody. You know, specifically us young black males, because a lot of us we come from households where we don't have positive uh, male role models, male and female. And uh, a part of being being a strong male, being a true leader is to be able to get the best out of everybody and stay on a path. And this is what we're trying to eventually become. It, it takes one mind. You spark one mind and your your goal is accomplished. We want to wake one mind up at a time. And, you know, we want to start, we're starting this journey today. We've been starting this journey, but the journey is like, a, it's, it's a, it reaches another level today. And we want to, you know, continue to add to the, to the foundation. So for, for this to be the introduction, this is really an amazing time. You know, we worked on our, our business aspect. We're getting that, you know, down packed. This is not just about the money that, or, or the business part right, right. at all, though. You know, but, you know, you'll be, you'll be a fool to say that, you, to not cover your bases in the beginning, you know, that's that's the bottom line. So, but we'll talk about uh, even we'll talk about economics and investing and and different different ways to diet, diet, lifestyle, exercise, uh, astrology. Um, you know, I guess you could say conspiracies. We don't really believe in conspiracies. We we believe that we all as humans. We all are unique, and we sh we all can have unique perspectives on everything that's going on. And you know, 2019, it's a lot of stuff going on in society, and a lot of stuff to talk about. So we catching with the wave now. We getting we starting where this new podcast wave is is really really the new scene. There's no more TV. This is the TV being entertained off of the knowledge that you can receive off of somebody's voice. Yeah, we in the the golden era of um, audio right now. You know, this is the perfect time, really. If you you have a voice and you have something that you want to say, you want to help people, lift them up with positive uh, messages, this is one way to do that. And like he was saying, coming up, how he always felt like a great communicator, I've always felt the same as myself. You know, I've never been somebody that's um, shy. I've always been open to talking to anybody from different backgrounds because I'm I'm somebody that's like I guess you can say just very uh sociable and very open to different ideas. You know, I'm argumentative by nature, you know. Um I'm a Gemini. So I love sparking up debates with people because I'm just trying to get in the head heads of people and see where their ideas um difference compare it to mine and see where we can come together and meet in the middle ground. You know, that's what it's about. It's not about trying to tear down the next person, you know what I'm saying, just because they got a different idea about a certain way of doing things in life. You know, it's about being open to different ideas and taking those ideas and crafting something together to form a unity. You know, that's what, that's what it's about. It's about unity at the end of the day. It's too many of us um, young brothers and sisters out here that's lost. And, 
you know, a lot of the so quote unquote leaders that we have in society are not leaders, in my opinion. Um, a lot of them are just entertainers and they're just here for money. And I look more I look more deep into it than money. I'm not about money myself, you know, because I know there's something after this and I know there's a bigger purpose for all of us. You know, you you you're blessed if you come into consciousness at some point in your life because it opens your mind to endless possibilities of what is reality and what you are here to do and what you are here to lead leave um behind for your people you know what i'm saying that that's like my main goal in life is i just want I, this is why this is what i um go by i m i that stands for inspire mobilize and integrate inspire the next generation to do more to live a more positive lifestyle and to uh, stray away from the negative um, images that are being deployed into our, our communities. Mobilize, meaning we need to not just be social justice warriors and people on YouTube comments trolling and whatnot. Uh, we need to be out in the streets together. We need to have outposts. We need to have places that we can congregate as people and talk about some of the things that really are very like uncomfortable to talk about, you know, such as race, such as gentrification, you know what I'm saying, um, sexuality, stuff of that nature, politics, all of that. Um, and I integrate, integrate positive ideas into the community to uplift, to bring change to our people because our people are in a fallen state right now. And we need to use our voices to come together. We need to pull our energies together to um, create a positive outlook. Now, you, you said that was AMI? Said, IMI. IMI. I, I really like the acronym, and, you know, that builds on a thought that I've been having here recently. I know for this podcast, we're not going to really be too pop culture, but we're going to integrate pop culture ideas based on the topics that we feel like we're going to uh, delve into. And, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, you know, all about uh, uh, Nipsey Hussle. Uh, you know, he got gunned down tragically. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. R.I.P. Condolences to his family. I wish them nothing but the best. And, you know, uh, a thought that I had towards uh, this, the, the tragic story of, uh, of Nipsey, uh, some positivity that I got out from, you know, from his life and what he left behind was I felt like I feel like for the future for my current generation and you know our, the future that our, our children and their children I feel like the significance of Nipsey Hussle's life wasn't just that he was outspoken but it was that he was giving us young black males a different way of setting a legacy for ourselves because based on you know the statistics and you know I'm I'm the type of person that believes the statistics come have an agenda behind it, but it is some some truth behind the statistics, and you know I come from a certain demographic that I know people of you know 18, 17, you know young young black males that that die early, our life expectancy in America is is lower than any other uh, other age group of of people from other races, and I think what we have to start really learning how to do it. I, I think 
we already do it instinctively is uh, on how to leave a legacy for ourselves um, and for our family to continue to function or even function at a higher level after our death because, you know, based on how society set up, we should, we're not going to really have the, we're not going to live that long. You know, we have a lot of stressors out here that we have to deal with on a daily basis. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, and I think what the significance of Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle's death was the big picture of what he, what he does, what he's done is he's shown that you can still leave a big, a big legacy. I mean, even on, on, on every level of life, no matter what level of life that you live on, you can still have, you can still leave a legacy for your family. And, you know, for a lot of us young black males, I didn't, I grew up in a household without a, without a, you know, a father, single mother household, me and my brothers. So we, we know how difficult it is sometimes to be a man. <laughs> you know, you have to, you have to learn every piece of being a man when you grow up in a, a, a single, single mom household. And we, it's important for us to ha have these positive role models who not only talked about it, and I see, I think that separates Nipsey Hussle from like somebody like a Tupac, because uh, Tupac talked about it. Tupac, you know, he he left his legacy through music. He talked, he had a lot of plans that he that he talked about, and you know, a quote that he did say was talking about sparking the mind to to you know promote change, and you know that was probably Nipsey. But the thing with Nipsey, Nipsey actually he has proof. He has jewels. He has lines throughout his music. He has, uh, you know, his store. He has. He talks about economic empowerment. He stays with. He has a, a household with a, with a, uh, a black female. He uh, he takes care of his kids. Uh, he promotes positivity within his community. He's outspoken was, and he knows he, his roots. He was working on the STEM program yep. for black and Latino kids. He uh, helped to start a, I believe it was an African-American technology center. I'm going to have to reference that. But uh, continue on, Monkway. Yeah, I was, you know, just, just thinking about, for me, me personally, coming from, you know, I come from the backwoods, you know. I'm I'm from the backwoods. This is just some people say the country is just as bad as the inner city. All of it is. Uh, we're all under attack, no matter where you are. Um. But I I come from you know, a family uh area where it's more felons than not. So, I think what what like separates a lot of people that were born in the '90s and. You know, for my generation, what separates us is is the fact that we see our literally our, our our father figures and mother figures are felons, and we see the pain and the trauma that they've they've had to experience, and some that some of us have had to experience in our childhood, and we, in a sense, we want to. A lot of us who are enlightened want to reverse reverse our fortune for our family. It's hard sometimes without those role models, but. You know, that's what the importance of a Nipsey Hussle, of celebrating a Nipsey Hussle while he's alive. That's what is, is so important um, for us as individuals. We can't wait till somebody passes away to actually recognize the positivity that they're doing. We have to 
continue to reach out and to try to build with these people who want positivity within our communities, regardless of race. Though I'm mostly black empowerment. And I'm going to tell you one thing about this podcast, too. Um, this ain't no PG-13, like, you know, depending on the mood, you know, we might... So we're going to talk about all kinds of different topics. Yeah. You know, this stuff is, that this makes is, We're going to be at home, you know. Stuff that makes the um the casual listener, you know what I'm saying? They might be uncomfortable, but I don't care, honestly, because it needs to be said. Some, some, of, uh, some of the things that people are afraid to say in public, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I, they call it cringe, you know, or um, what's what's the term that they use? Uh, critic, critic bait. Critic bait. Yeah. Um, oh, and I just wanted to say real quick, um, back to what I was saying about Nipsey starting that technology center. It's actually, he was a part of a group that created Destination Crenshaw, which is a museum honoring artistic achievements by African-Americans. Uh, Hustle also invested in a co-working space in South Central Los Angeles called Vector 90, which provided a place for youth to take classes in science, technology, and mathematics. That's on today, uh, today.com. That's where I got that article from. Okay. Yeah, definitely. See, he had to, he, he left proof. He left proof. Um, but, you know, to take a far left real quick, <laughs> you know, I, I always give a different perspective on, on uh, everything. And I also, I, I, I still realize that everything's been hijacked. Damn near everything has been hijacked. Um, and I'm not the type. I'm not the person to also say I, I, I can't congratulate him and then tear him down, and you know be the type of person to say that he was an agent or anything like that. But I feel like a part of he was still independent, but I feel like he had connections within Hollywood, and I feel like his ultimate connections within Hollywood did get him murdered. Now I don't want to you know say that he. I don't want to say a conspiracy was put in place where he, you know, wanted to kill, you know, have himself murdered and disappear and do something like do a Tupac type of event. I think Nipsey was was the real deal. I think he was really, really, really about it. But I think he did have certain connections within Hollywood. And I think they were the ones who um, ultimately wanted to sacrifice him. Because here's the thing, it's still 2019 and... A 400-year captivity as the original man and the original woman isn't up. We still have to deal with uh, enslavement. We're in perpetual slavery at the moment. Slavery never ended. It's just a different layer to it. it uh, it's going to... It's evolved with time. See, now we go to work Monday through Friday, seven days a week. We work 40-plus hours a week. We only... We get, we're off two days out of the week. You want to get holidays off. You know, some people like me, I don't get holidays off. Um, I might have to work certain holidays. All I'm trying to say is it's just a different way. A different way to control the masses and to keep us distracted, to keep us to not want to write and get into art, such as a podcast, to reach out to other people. Um, so it, slavery still exists. And being at the bottom of the, being the foot, going from the head and being being at, at the foot of society, at the feet of society, as a uh, black male, as a uh, 
a melanated individual because I don't I also like to say African-American or black. I don't, I'm trying to not say black. Um, I really don't say African-American as much because it's a whole it, it really is not even a conspiracy behind the term African-American. It, that shit is literally there. And we'll another episode we can research into. You know, yeah, we'll we'll go into more depth about that later. The destruction of the term African American that Jesse Jackson came up with in the year 1989. Um, how can you be from Africa and America? How can you be from two different continents? This is what I'm going to ask you. Also, if we came over here on slave ships, um, you're going to hear me say this a lot. Where are those ships? <laughs> Where are those ships located? It ain't a, it ain't, they, I mean, we got museums for everything. The Miss, we Miss need Sony, the evidence. We don't need I'm, pictures. We need actual, we need to be able to touch it. We the, need to the be damn able to ship, see it. You we know need, what I'm saying? We need objective proof. You know what I mean? These, we're controlled by a hijack that even like in the UK, y'all see the museums over there in the UK. Y'all saw the Black Panther. That's a real museum they was in. These, even in the UK, they don't went into different places all around the world, different indigenous tribes and stolen those sacred artifacts. They even have proof of those sacred artifacts. That are, some of those t- artifacts are timeless. They've been here longer than long as the earth has been here. So they, if they even have proof of that stuff, how come they can't even save proof of a slave ship, like a, a, a damn sail or something, Some a proof of one of the thousands of slave ships they said sailed over the Atlantic? How come we don't have proof of that in any of the museums? Well, it's that they did have ships, but the slave trade wasn't really. We were only told 5% of the truth of slavery. And on top of that, a lot of stuff is flipped and left out. But we'll have a whole, we can have a whole episode. I can talk all day on that. Right now for this first one, we can just pop it off with, you know, with the you know legacy, it's kind of like surface level, but we we gonna get deep. We, oh yeah, we gonna get very very yeah we we going there right now. We just we gonna lay the foundation to kind of you know get that light bulb to, to flip on. So when y'all get ready to take the red pill, <laughs> you know, get ready for the ride. But I'm gonna tell you though, that red pill is man that, that red pill is something else because. You and it's, and it's in the waves too. You take the you take that red pill and initially you're gonna probably be in a deep depression. And I'm not saying that to be negative. It's just gonna you're gonna you're gonna just be like man, like because you're gonna start to see reality for what it really is. You're gonna start seeing your relationships for what they are. You're gonna start seeing your friendships for what they are. You're gonna start seeing your life for what it is. You're gonna start seeing um, everything. You're going to start, it's like reality is just going to unveil itself in front of you slowly, but surely you might not see everything, but you're going to see enough that it's going to make you so uncomfortable to where you're going to kind of regret, regret that you even wanted to, wanted to wake yourself up and become conscious. But once you start to really realize that life isn't just about uh, money and life is hard. That's the whole point of life is we're here to learn. We're here for hard. The harder your life is, the more prepared you're going to be for the next life. We're not, we're not here asking for handouts, you know, like we both, I can both say that we both came from backgrounds with people that weren't like, uh, that didn't make it out of the city that they're from. 
you know, I got my folks, nobody went to, like my parents, they didn't go to college, you know what I'm saying? They couldn't afford that. Um, teen parents, they were, you know, but they they raised me and my younger sister, um, and they put education in us. You know, they raised us to be proud of who we are and to look out for one another and don't forget where we came from, you know. Um, I've always been the type of person, like, I don't like asking for help. I don't like asking for money if I don't have it, you know what I'm saying? But if I do have it, I'm the type of person that I'll give the shirt off my back to somebody because I don't care about it like that because I know I'll get it back eventually, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the way the world works. Well, the universe, rather. You know, if your energy is in line, you will get back what you receive. Uh, you will get back what you put out into the um, stratosphere. I'm a strong believer in that and in uh, karma. So, Yeah, so that's what it's all about is, is positivity because it's going to come back to bite you if you throw something negative out there. I, I guarantee you that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like... Um, As young black males, we have a a mission that we have we have to um, fi finish. We have a mission that was started by our ancestors that we have to finish. That mission is to get us back to where we were before uh, slavery happened, quote unquote. Get us back to the times where we were the living embodiments of our ancestors, which was kings and queens, instead of bitches and hoes and niggas and coons and sambos and, you know, all this other bullshit that's been promoted to uh, tear us down. You know, we got to get back to loving one another and sticking together. You know, um, we're the first group that always has the back of another group's uh, issues, but we don't care about our own. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, a, a dude gets gunned down, a brother gets gunned down, and first thing somebody might say is, oh, wrong place, wrong time. You know, he shouldn't shouldn't have been hanging out late. You know what I'm saying? Probably in the wrong neighborhood. Shouldn't have been, he didn't have a, shouldn't have had a toy gun. Oh, he he ran at the the guy. So what what happened? You get shot down. Oh, he was a, he was a thug. You know, he's got tats. You know what I'm saying? He was a SoundCloud rapper, you know. And it's like people don't understand how the society has put us in these situations and brothers don't understand. They're lost. They don't know the right way to go about things. You know what I'm saying? So they take out their anger in certain ways. And there's not, how can you expect somebody to better themselves when they don't have the resources. That's the number one thing that we're lacking in the black community is resources. And how can we move forward without that? You know, it's like people don't, people are so uh, ignorant to that. They make it seem like we put ourselves in these situations, like you on welfare because you ain't work hard enough. Man, I know so many people back home, you know what I'm saying, that will work they work their ass off, you know what I'm saying? a week, uh, every week, uh, just for fucking minimum wage, man. And there might be some of the smartest brothers out here, but they didn't got the resources. They can't afford to go to school. They can't afford to um 
to leave because they got responsibilities. They got family that's in need, you know what I'm saying? And you go to like our grocery stores and we have terrible options for food and just the food in general, fast food being everywhere, it's cheaper. People ain't got money to really buy groceries like that. So what they do, they'll go get a four for four from Wendy's or something. And all that does is clog your arteries. You know what I'm saying? Like we trying to uplift, like I was saying before, with the diet and too. That's important to reduce the amount of meat that um, you consume and increase, you know, veggies and fruits. Uh, your exercise regime, two to three times a week, you should be at 30 minutes a day at least doing something. You know, you got to get up off the couch, stop falling victim to being on the phone all day or watching Netflix or just bullshitting, you know what I'm saying? Because this, this time that we are in is no joke, and we're we're suffering because people continue to stay asleep, and they do a lot of things to, quote-unquote, clout chase. For what? You want attention and likes from people that's never going to see you in life, that ain't going to have no direct impact on your future, but you want so bad to be acknowledged by that person through a screen, you know? That's how fucked up we are in this society, and we gotta leave that shit behind because it's not gonna validation. Because they think the key of life is to be famous. And yeah, be, they see they see everybody that's famous and all these uh they see like you know Drake in his million dollar outfit, and that shit was stupid by the way. It was low key. It was low key cringe too, to be real. Uh, but but this is the stuff that's promoted on us because here's the thing: it's layers to this attack. This is, I mean, the movie. Uh, the Matrix, I know mean, you'll hear us say a lot about, talk about The Matrix a lot. That doesn't even really explain to you what really is going on. I mean, we're all being attacked individually. We all have our own perspectives of being attacked in a, in a way. If you're down here like we are, average Joe, I don't know nobody that owns no private jet. You're average Joe like we are. We are down here being attacked by a higher power. Um, But to chime in, Man, you put some. You had some good insight on everything you said, and specifically when you were talking about the um, lifestyle and diet. I'm not going to actually talk about any recipes right now. I'll, I'm I'm going to talk about one of the one of the staples of my nutritional uh, plan, and I'm a pescatarian, which basically means I I, I only meats I eat is like salmon and fish, um, mostly veggies. But anyway, um. The area that I, I'm from, is uh, it's up in Raleigh, North Carolina. And, you know, I noticed this ain't even a conspiracy. Like, you can, I, I did this, this research myself. And, you know, they have different Walmarts in different areas. You know, you have, like, the North Hills area, downtown area, you know, uh, Research Triangle Park area. You got different areas of Raleigh. It's a, a developing city. It's like a metropolis area. But speaking of the nutrition, um, you know, we're all being attacked. Specifically, uh, us in lower socioeconomic uh, positions. And I'm a type of person, I like to look at my nutritional facts. And I had peeped something that was going on at the Walmarts. Uh, you know, in, in, in the area, I shop at a couple of different Walmarts. You know, I'll get sometimes if I, you know, don't want to go to the Harris Teeter or the Whole Foods, I'll just go and get some produce. I don't, uh, one of the Walmarts. I used to get it out of two different Walmarts, but one of them 
I had to stop for what I'm about to explain about. But anyway, I like to eat. So I eat a lot of spinach. If you uh, read the nutritional facts of what makes spinach important is I, I truly feel like that's the the best vegetable for your body. Uh, spinach is packed with vitamin K, manganese, vitamin C, um, magnesium, potassium, vitamin B. Uh, it has four grams of protein in it, which is insane. So that Popeye, that Popeye cartoon wasn't lying. That shit, you eat it, shit, you eat a cup of spinach. Y'all ass gonna feel like your whole muscles on flex, like real quick. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, your shit feel like you just did some push-ups. Like, for real. I mean, it don't taste that good, but you get that shit, wash it out. It's it an acquired right taste. It's an acquired taste. But you know what that shit do to your body. Once you see the results of what it does to your body, then you'll be in love with spinach and kale. Because kale is, just, is, is in the same class. They're both leafy greens. Um, but kale has more folate, I believe, than... Um, Kale, they all have the same type of vitamins, but I think kale has more of a, of one vitamin than spinach, and spinach has more of like vitamin K than uh, kale. But anyway, what I'm trying to explain is, even within socioeconomic levels, they make it they aid to the to the disparities. Uh, but what I mean by that, I was in. You know, Walmart, it was on Wake, the Walmart on Wake Forest Road, by the way. And, yeah, I'm, I'm going to call the whole thing out because this is some bullshit. Because I've never really know. I don't even know how I noticed this shit. Um, I'm very observant. You know, Donnie said earlier he's a Gemini. I'm a Taurus. Uh, Taurus cuss. Uh, the 18th of May is when my birthday is. So, you'll, shit, you'll see me be chill as I am right now one day. And then one, <laughs> the next day I might be off the damn wire because I got some of that Gemini in me, too. And, you know, we'll get into uh, astrological readings and astrology but anyway i went in to uh get some spinach i had got a bag i usually eat a bag of spinach a day and i usually get it from harris teeter the ones at harris teeter the brand that they have there is the dole brand it's either the dole or the fresh express now you know they got to tell you the truth they can't tell you the lie. any they really can't lie to you that's a part of universal law universal law you must tell all truths um even if they give you the truth in a whole layer of deception, you know, they try to be sly about it. And it's on every level of life, even on nutritional facts, it's on, on that level too. Um, but at Harris Teeter, they always keep a brand called, uh, I believe it's Fresh Express. And I think they also have Dole at Harris Teeter. Well, that shit must be from a whole nother garden because the nutritional facts out of that bag is totally different. The servings are exact, absolutely the same on both bags when you read the nutritional facts. Um, for the Dole and Fresh Express, I believe it does half a bag, or it go it goes per bag. The whole both of them go all of them go per bag. It's not like you know per one half cup. The whole nutritional fact labels for the whole bag. Um, for those two brands, I was always you know for that hair seeder they have that one there. Um, for all the hair seeders they have the same brands. For the other WalMarts they have the same brands. The WalMarts, uh, it's a Walmart that I go to that is near uh. Triangle Town Center, um, near the old mall. That Walmart carries Fresh Express. Um, but I started to realize that the Walmarts and the certain grocery stores that were in lower socioeconomic areas, you know, right there, the one on Wake Forest Road, you would say that's like little Mexico. Like that's, you know, it's a little, it's a little bit, it's a little older. I guess I, I'm a little newer in Raleigh. Uh, that would be the older Walmart, I guess, is uh, what they would say. But I noticed in there they help, they serve a whole nother brand. They serve a whole nother brand of spinach. This the nutritional facts on this spinach. And I'm trying to find on the label if it says somewhere in small print that it's like GMO. 
Because legit, this shit don't even have nowhere. It's not packed with nowhere near the same amount of nutrients, but it's supposed to be the same vegetable. Crazy. So if that's the case, what the hell is that about? And that uh, brand that they serve at this Walmart is called uh, Market Fresh. I was looking it up. It's called uh, Market Side. It's in a, 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 a clear bag. It's got a black label with, a, with, the, with green at the top. So it's a whole nother brand. But what's significant about that is, like, say you uh, you did grow up in that area, which is what you would classify as the lowest socioeconomic area, and that's where you can only get groceries from. Well, they're making it to where you you might not have the gas to go across the town to get, you know, better produce. <laughs> you had to get that. And then they didn't even have any hummus in there. They had no hummus. They didn't. They had one little glass. Hummus is so good, by the way. And, like, man, hummus, chickpeas. Oh, man. I love amazing. the red pepper hummus. I used to get that at Harris, the too. Cyber, yeah. That shit is fire. Yeah, it's the, the red pepper, the roasted garlic. Yeah. Man, I had that at Taco Inspire. I love all those. All of With the pretzel chips, I get the pita chips. All of it. That's another good thing to eat as a little snack. But what I'm trying to get at, oh yeah, in the, in the refrigerator section, in the freezer section, they had one little square, like one door, one window for vegetarian options. Everything else, I mean, you you best believe they have different pizzas, ice cream, they had all the snacks, you know. Um, but they didn't even have any really real options for, you know, vegetarians. The point I'm trying to make is, even the the attack is even on that deep of a level to where somebody like me, I was introduced to vegetarian veganism and vegetarianism. It was from a previous girl I was messing with, but a whole the whole aspect of it was I was able to expand it was a part of me expanding my my horizons and spending my life as a man. A lot of people that grow up in lower socioeconomic statuses and uh impoverished neighborhoods, they would never be able to expand. They never would be able to, to be introduced to different ways to expand their mindsets. I see it all the time. I still got people from, you know, back in my original hometown, which is uh, it's in Gaston County uh, here in North Carolina, back in my original hometown. Um, we got people there that's been in the same areas forever. They don't even know such thing as travel. Man, I'm traveling all the time. I can't stop traveling. But it's people that I'm, you know, from my areas that I, from the area I grew up in, they don't even know what it is to travel. It's because the system that we in has it set up like that. They have it set up to where you are lacking resources, to where you're distracted, to where you're high and you're drunk all the time, to where you don't want to focus on the stuff that really matters. And you can't focus on the stuff that really matters. You can't really live life because you have to survive every day. So hopefully with this podcast we can uh impact a lot of a lot of uh individuals out there who happen to be trapped in that type of situation because me personally i was you know i grew up in the in the hood of the country like i said before some say that's worse in the inner city um so i've seen everything i smoked weed for the first time when i was like 10 man like that shit ain't shit you know for you know to be in the projects or in the hood and have to experience stuff like that. This is why in this fallen state as the original man and woman, this is why it's, just, it's, it's, it's as bad as it is. But we are at the turning point. It's, it's, it's a new page in the chapter and a new page in the story. And we're, we're here to 
to add to the story. And it's going to be, uh, the, the future's looking positive. But, you know, we got to stick together. We got to continue to link up. And we got to throw ideas off each other. We we have the, the pieces. Um, I'm speaking symbolically with this. Uh, we have the pieces to the puzzle. We just got to put it together. We got, there's a story that's trying, we're trying to tell, we're trying to complete the story to understand what happened and how do we go back to the state that we were in, which was the original man, the original woman, and the kings and queens that we are, and get back to actually having what's rightfully ours. I don't think y'all understand how deep it goes when we say original man, original woman. Um, what that means is this is no time period um, to what that being is. So how deep that goes is when you look up in the sky and you see that sun and when you walk and you look down on the ground and you see the earth that you're walking on, that means, you know, the original being of who you would say a melanated individual in the current day, the original being of who they came from has been here as long as the sun and the, and the earth that we walk on. This is how <laughs> This is how ancient we are. This is how special we are. I just wanted to chime in. And, and throw that in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, this this podcast hopefully will inspire many others to um, to use their voice, you know, for, for good. And uh, not follow the trends that so many of our youth are going down the wrong path, you know, with some of the, the entertainment, the music. I mean, I I can't even flex. Like, I love that. I love the bullshit too. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm anticipating. I'm anticipating. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with Cardi Heavy. You know what I'm saying? Uzi. I'm waiting for that album. You dig? Future just fucking album. Uzi. Future dropped some fire shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I fuck with the the bullshit, but we need more of the people that are saying something. Like Nipsey was saying in his music, like a Kendrick, like a Cole. Like a Joey Badass, you know, we we need more people like that to um to use the platform they have to reach the misguided youth because these kids are out here, they're messed up, man, you know, and nobody it feels like nobody cares because we're so desensitized to the stuff we see on social media like all of the time, man. Like I could be scrolling down my timeline and I see something positive. I see like a little kid learning how to walk, then right after that, I see somebody get their head blown off, you know? And they ain't, I mean, and what can you do about that? Like, oh, you can you can leave it, you can get off the social media account, but it's not, you can't really escape stuff like that in today's time. Like, you're going to find some stuff that you're not going to want to see, but what can you do about it? Because everything is so viral now everything is out there man like you have like no privacy anymore i don't think people understand man man this getting into some conspiracy shit but like with your phones and shit man like that shit is tapped dude like fucking i got the fucking iphone uh 10 fucking uh siri be talking sometimes and i don't be i turn that shit off you should be like uh what did you say 
You know, she'd be like, oh, I'm looking for, I can't find what you're looking for. Like, the hell are you talking about? Like, yeah, I ain't. That should be listening to all these damn currents. All these yeah. Things, like little mics in it where it's listening to your conversation. And it's, I don't think it is a conspiracy. It's all a part of the, all, all this stuff is agri- algorithm based. And I know y'all have had it before. And, you know, after we talk about this, you're going to really notice it. Um, you know, you can be talking about something. I mean, I'll never forget the time when, you know, when I was in, in Durham and we had, uh, we was about to go get, I think we was about to go get some food or some shit. And I had a killer hangover, man. I was like, damn, man, I got a damn hangover, man. I'm like, head hurt, man, whatever, whatever. And I was like, I'm about to go get some Pedialyte. And went and got some Pedialyte. I ain't never, the last time I got Pedialyte before that was, had to be about a year and a half, two years, sometime when I was in, in college. It had been years before I got Pedialyte the, the time before this, this one time. You know, I went to the store, got Pedialyte, whatever, whatever. Came back home to the apartment, started drinking the Pedialyte. Probably about a, later that day, I had a Pedialyte ad on Instagram. First of all, they don't even make no fucking sense. Why would I even have Pedialyte ad on Instagram? I don't even follow Pedialyte on Instagram or anything like that. I don't follow Gatorade. I don't follow any Pepsi, Cola. I don't follow any beverage company. So where the fuck did they get that information from? Everything you put out there can never be erased. That's exactly. a fucking fact. I don't care what you do. Like You put something on the internet, it's there forever. Like they, The government, they find ways with these algorithms to promote to you mass promote in every sector of the internet you know what i'm saying like i'm an aspiring musician um that's a part-time thing that i'm doing and the other day i got an email from a booking agent he was just saying you know i could help you get shows around the area it's like what the fuck like dude like i haven't even put up none of my newer stuff you know what i'm saying i haven't put up music in like seven years, but I'm working on a project uh, right now. Uh, it's untitled, but. Uh, yeah, it sounded good too. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. But it's like, how do they know this shit, dude? Like, I just tell people word of mouth about my shit. You're falling right, in, right into to the trap that the higher-ups want. They want to be able to, to know everything. They want to know our thoughts before we even think. That's the whole key. That's the key to everything. Um just to have full control because the higher ups know that they are in control of the people who really control the whole system naturally and they can't afford to give the, that those people any any knowledge of self any information that could help them raise themselves up out of the fallen state that they're in but the bottom line is time is a circle time is a cycle we are in a fallen state in the age of Pisces, in the dark ages. Those are actually now, and it's been the last 2,000 years. But we out of the age of Pisces, going into the age of Aquarius, which is where all this enlightenment is coming from. Everything is mind-bending now. Uh, I'll be 25 in a few weeks. And even from, from my childhood to, to now, it's changed. We're being born in 94, that's a special time. We're born at the end of, what, one millennial to the beginning of a new one. And that's significant. We're literally, we were literally born at the end of an age until the start of a new age. So, that's, so, that, we're special to be born at that point. And, 
we have a purpose. Um, but part of our purpose is a part of the theme of the time we're in is to uh, have a thirst of knowledge and information, to seek knowledge, promote knowledge. Um, that's what we about. And I know you probably, probably been feeling the same thing too. Like, damn, you slowly everything's kind of being unveiled to you starting to realize this shit is a whole game. Man, at the beginning of the year, I just kind of, like, I don't do um, New Year's resolutions. I think I just don't believe in that, you know. Um, yeah, all those holidays, they're celebrating all the, the whole destruction. Of yeah, we can we can get into that on another um, episode. I don't really fuck with any of the holidays. Well, I, okay, I ain't going to say I don't fuck with like all of the holidays i love i like holidays like that bring my family together but i don't like what they some what they symbolize or what people what we were taught they were um supposed to symbolize you know there's a real history behind these holidays and there's a lot of negative energy that's put into it but we can get into that on another episode but back to what i was saying about um the new year's resolutions at the beginning of the year um, I don't know. I was just at work one day and I was just thinking like, man, I'm on my phone all day. Like I be on my phone, like um, just chilling. Like I, I'm, I'm in my office sometimes just, you Your know, phone is you now. The That's phone the is you. And I'm like, I'm always getting all I'm getting all this information. Some of it is just bullshit. To be honest, it's just past time. It's a lot of bullshit. I'm like, I could just be using this time. You know what I'm saying? To read. I, I ain't never been a nigga that couldn't read, you know what I'm saying? I'm are very articulate. You know, I was reading above my level when I was in, like, elementary school, but I never gave a damn about reading the book. But now I realize, as a man, you have to read. Like, you need to read, like, as much as you can because the knowledge is in the um literature. Literally, man, like, you got to open your mind and start reading more because you can find a lot of knowledge in there and it, it opens your eyes, man. There's so much out there, so much bullshit that has been placed in front of us. A lot of deceit, you know? And, and society changing, you know, to, to put off, you know, off on a tangent on the information that you gave. Society changing. Uh, it's after the fall of, of, of actual currency, which is going to be soon, and what I mean by soon, it'll probably be within our lifetime, which I'm not saying next year. It could be, it could take 20, 30, 40 years, the end of our lifetime. But the currency system will fall. But currency in itself, the energy signature of currency will always be here. And the new currency will be, or the new leaders will be the ones who uh, who hold the most knowledge. So right now it's a time where you got to build all your knowledge. Gain all the, all the information and knowledge you can. It also is it will be a blackout period too at some point. I feel like something will happen to where we're not going to have the internet. We're not going to have the electrical grid per se, or we're not going to have the internet, and we're not going to have accessibility to the amount of information with the ease of how we have it right now. I don't know how long that period will last, but I feel like it will last for a good little a good little time. So right now it is a time to start actually getting physical books, getting physical books and, and, and reading. The big thing to like kind of prepare ourselves for right now is getting used to understanding knowledge. And then the next step is still 
trying to get physical pieces of knowledge because uh, I feel like a part of the transition of society is we will lose the internet for a little bit because it's going to be so much information that's going to be unveiled that's going to change the whole paradigm and it's going to be it's going to put the lives of certain people at risk and those people don't want the information to be released and I feel like they're going to to combat that try to wipe the internet and make the internet unaccessible while they're wiping it so whole, look at the net neutrality yep thing that's one of the acts they're trying to push right now it's to make you pay for just going to websites that you frequent you know um that shit's happening right now like it's not a joke you and know they passed that shit and was like what the fuck are you gonna do about it <laughs> yeah laughing at us they ain't passed that shit with two fucks and that's why when you uh research stuff I always print it print it out because you can never put your um complete faith into the information being there on the internet because like uh like Monkoy was saying there could be there possibly there will I could see a blackout happening with the internet so get your, the information that you want you should research it when you research it print it out so you can have it there you know what I'm saying you never know what can happen nowadays you know what I'm saying like uh, there's so many games that's being played on us and we continue to um to participate I feel like the internet was a uh, a virus that got out of control for the government you know initially it was just a military tool extremely powerful because if you think about it man think about uh, think about initially having the internet as as a military and just think about that shit you can just do any fucking thing you can launch you can launch weapons with an internet connection you can do you can launch weapons from thousands of miles away control drones so it was I feel like it was a military a CIA experiment that was leaked that Got that the public got a hold of, and the internet is one of those things where now they can't just take it away. If they was just to take that shit away from us, we'd probably go crazy. We'd go crazy, <laughs> dude. I they had to take I, it away from us in steps. I start panicking when I lose my phone for like five minutes. Like, bro, if my Wi-Fi, if my Wi-Fi speed changes or they they thwart my speeds, I lose my fucking mind space. I lose my head spaces. I can see them manipulating my whole connection like in real time. And it's like reality. But, you know, like I saying, they they the whole goal is they're trying to take it away from us or monetize it or, or both. Um but they got to take it away from us in, in, in steps now. They can't just take it away from us. People will go crazy. That's one thing. Because most people are sheep. They don't believe in agendas. They don't believe in conspiracies. But those are also people that still drink milk and still eat pork. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, those are people that that are with the old times, with old information, old y'all be, knowledge. Y'all better get on that almond milk. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's that real shit. Fuck that, milk. fuck that milk shit, dog. Yeah, like, I'm telling you. Hey, but I will say, though, I only think about the veganism and the vegetarianism that I don't really mess with is the uh, ingestion of soy. Because I feel like soy will turn you into a little soy boy and if it will fuck your testosterone up. So the whole thing, the reason why I say more so a pescetarian or veg- vegetarianism is the way to go 
I mean, vegan is the way to go if you're 100% natural. I mean, I'm not really ready for that, but that's going to be an eventual That shit going to be, that would be hard for me to adjust to. Yeah, veganism, that's going to be my eventual, that's, eventually, that's what I'm going to be as a vegan. Uh, right now, I'm trying to transition to that, but I like vegetarianism because it's easy to still get your nutrients without eating a whole bunch of soy. I feel like soy, I mean, shit. Make your titties grow, fucking, yeah. fucking uh, fuck your whole testosterone up. That's what I believe in. Um, you, you know, I'm trying to stray away from um, even the type of snacks I, I, you know, I eat. Like, I got some damn. Hold up, I got this shit from uh, Harris Teeter. Some damn pumpkin seed. Let me see that. Pumpkin seed with chia and flax seed. I don't know what type of I, I was looking up for some healthy snacks. That shit is really good. Like I know flax seeds, I believe they're good for your uh I think it's joints. I think flax seeds are really good for it can either be joints or um fiber. This has a whole bunch of fiber in it. And protein. Yeah. And I was looking for healthier snacks because coming up, man, like I was a you know, I was an overweight fat kid or whatever. Um Eating whatever. My love, love soda. <laughs> My favorite soda was the worst soda, which is Mountain Dew. That is the worst, too. I was drinking that on the regular. It's probably why it fucked with my skin growing up, you know what I'm saying? Fuck with teeth. You know, it can do a lot to you if you you continue you know to what ingest makes that. Mountain Dew and Sundrop, like, what makes those even worse than, like, a Coke or a Pepsi is the fact that they... The yellow, cause it's different than Sprite. The yellow five. Yellow five. They got. I mean, they don't. They have just yellow five. They got different like dyes in it. See, those drinks have a whole bunch of dyes in it. Like Coke, don't even Coke has a whole bunch of other stuff like high fructose corn syrup. But I think Mountain Dew has that also. But oh yeah, if you dyes. don't know, um, fructose, sucra, sucralose. I think yep. all those is sugar. Like all of that shit is sugar. So don't be fooled by. Um, a product saying, you know, you look at the back, nutri- um, nutritional information, zero grams of sugar, no added sugar. Always look in the ingredients. Like, always look in the for that one is because um, it's made in the lab. So, you know, it's going to cause some cancer. Yeah. Or some some type of chromosome or DNA defect somewhere down the line. We ain't. They haven't, we don't even have enough time to do research right now, like, because we're ingesting that shit now. So, our kids, they might do research on that, those sugars, and they may say, Oh, for the last 40 years, high fructose, well, they know high fructose corn syrup is bad. They can say sucrose, sucralose has caused uh, ADHD. That could be the missing link to ADHD, which ADHD is uh, not real. And if they do have diseases like that now, those diseases were created from other stimuli to create those diseases. So, like, if they, for what I mean by that, ADHD is real because of all the fucking stimulus that we have growing up now. Now our kid comes out of the, out of the womb, and they have a cell phone at five years old. Are you going to fucking tell me that a teacher up there spewing fucking lies? Inside of a prison, is going to be able to contain a kid that has the access to the whole world in front of his hands. That's what ADHD is. It's just uh, something that was a product of this whole other society that we in, the fucked up society that we are in. That's the same with depression. That's just a product of 
the fucked up society that we are in. We gotta fucking cut on the TV and see people get their head chopped off. And it's, it's worse in other countries. They gotta see that shit in in person. But that this is one civilization. This uh one thing I wanted to talk about too uh depression. I'm speaking specifically to black people right now. Why the fuck are black people like? When do you coming up struggling and shit? When did you hear about niggas being depressed? Like, like real? I mean, really though. Like, we come from bad, you know, fucked up backgrounds. Some of us, you know, I come from a two parent household, but we were not rich. We were not even. Um, I don't think even middle class. My dad made good money. My mom, she made. Uh, in like twenty thousand dollar range or whatnot, but they they provided for us and my grandma helped raise us. You know what I'm saying? My grandma would cook, make more, make oatmeal. She loved making like peanut butter, chocolate muffins, and fucking oodles and noodles, packs of that shit. You know, we go get food stamps. You know what I'm saying? Go buy some food stamps or whatnot. But coming up, I was not a fucking sad kid, dog. Like, I mean. Yeah, we struggled. I ain't never had money like that. You know, we got what we wanted um, for Christmas and shit because my mom, she would fucking save up coins all throughout the year to get us Christmas gifts. You know what I'm saying? She would do that shit. She would roll them shits up, you know. But I was not depressed as a kid. I don't understand, like, how society now, as a, a black person, you know, we are depressed and it's... It, it's sad, man. Like, people got PTSD, and I think therapy, we should look into therapy, man, because we, we really fucked up out here, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, we need somebody to talk to with this stuff that we go through because people, you know, we have people, non, uh, non-black friends and stuff, you know, they fuck with us and shit, but they don't understand what it is to be a black person today, man. Today's it's society, like, it's like it dude. Them. It's just you know they got their own perspective. It's just that they don't. You only get this shit if you really get this shit, and if you're a part of it. And it ain't no, it ain't no disrespect to them. It's just you know, it's just how it is. And they know. I think deep down they understand that shit, and they understand that this is a battle. You know, I, I they understand that this is a current war that we in. But as as a part of being in a war, it's no rules to this shit. It ain't no rule, ain't no textbook to this shit that we living in. We writing the book right now as we go. But to piggyback on what you were saying, though, about the depression, I could hear a lot of soul in what you were talking about. And it made me have flashbacks in my head, too, when you were talking about your grandmother. And I think what separates us is, you know, of course, with our melanin, we have soul. We have... We have ways of, uh, we have spiritual ways of coping with the fucked up reality that we live in. But going off what you were saying, you know how your grandmother was always providing. I gotta give a shout out to the black goddesses right now too because shout out my sisters, man. Yeah, all the sisters out there. I love, I love my black women. Here's the thing, you know, you like you just said, you we grew up from different structured households, but we still deal with the same type of battle. Um, but I. I have to give a shout out to the black goddesses because if it wasn't for my black goddesses, my grandmother, my aunts, my sisters, uh, my mother, specifically, you know, my grandmother and my my mother, if it wasn't for them, man, those are the ones, that's those, you know, know, my grandfather too, R.I.P., you know, the the late Herb McDowell. Rest in peace. Um, You know, that he was- Rest in power. 
Exactly. You know, he was he was he's the father figure, but you know, without my mothers, who were the breadwinners in my household, my grandmother worked until she was eighty, provided bills, everything. My grandpa would stay at home and raise me and my brothers. You know, so anyway, um, if it wasn't for you know my grandmother smuggling food from <laughs> from the uh the place she worked at out of the, out of the cafeteria. Out of the kitchen. If it wasn't her, you know, stealing food, she can get fired for stealing that food. Stealing food to bring home to us and my grandpa. My grandpa, he would, she would steal food, like little pieces of cornbread, bring home for my grandpa. And my grandpa would eat a bowl of cornbread and milk. Some Great Depression shit. Because they grew up, you know, around the time. They were they were born around the Great Depression. You know, they felt the residuals of the Great Depression. So, it wasn't nothing for my grandma to bring some food home for him to eat that. And the reason why he would have to eat that is because he would take the five and $10 that he had from his social, from his, uh, you know, social security check, his old age check is what I called it. You know, he would take his, his change from that and he'll, he'll spend that and go broke for me and my brothers so we can eat good shit. You know, you see, that's the thing with us, which with, when, with the, with the structured black household that has to survive. This is what, that's why I say the future looks bright is because it's it's created stronger unity that I think we don't really acknowledge ourselves. We don't acknowledge the unity that we really have. We don't take a, take the time to step back and look at the positivity that a lot of us are doing because yeah, we are attacked by the media. We the media tells us that we ain't shit niggas that we like to have sex out of wet wedlock and you know have have like babies out of wedlock and you know, which is don't true. take care of our kids, which is true in every fucking race. Exactly. But, you know, this goes back to what I was talking about with the statistics. Of course, they can bend the statistics. And the thing that the, the statistics is the white supremacist's best friend because it allows them to give another perspective to paint a narrative. So I appreciate you giving the insight and allowing, you know, our listeners to um, understand the, the vivid description that you gave about your grandmother and how, you know, how your household is structured is exactly how my... I man, love you, Daisy. Hey, keep doing your thing, Daisy. <laughs> you know, you, you, hey, they raise, y'all, your, your parents raise you to be an uh, outstanding man, same, same with mine, and there's plenty of listeners out there, plenty of people out there that know what I'm talking about. You know the essence that your parents, you know, your grand, grandparents that they gave you, you know, if it wasn't for that in the black community, where we would be even worse off. So we gotta, we gotta acknowledge, you know, some of the positivities that some, that a lot of our ancestors and a lot of us are, uh, are are doing or have done. Yeah. So I think that's why depression doesn't exist, specifically in the black community. You ain't got time to be depressed. You ain't got time to be depressed, man. We don't know where your next meal gonna come. How can you be depressed? You gonna be upset and starve to death? This the shit that you know. This the shit that 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 you have to think about. I mean, and combat that with the fact that you know, I my grandparents, my my grandma, they lived in a whole another era. My mother lived in a whole another era, and I'm a part of a whole another era. So. The knowledge that they know, they know that it's some bullshit that we dealing with. They know I'm dealing. I don't know how it is to live in Jim Crow, but I know they dealing with a no, 
they're dealing with a layer of, of the game that's similar to the to the police brutality that we're dealing with now. Same with my mom. Like I don't know how it is growing up in you know in the nineties when gangster gangster rap, which we can talk about the negativities of gangster rap in a later time when that was first infiltrated on the third eye of all all of our all of our people. How that told us to, you know, smoke weed, which I have nothing against weed in moderation, or if you know what you're doing, if you know how to use it, or drink your 40 ounce, snort coke, smoke crack. I wasn't born in that time period where, you know, you had this new sound of music and they telling you, you know, you see, you see your, as a young black male, young black female, you're, the role model that you see is the, what the media is promoting, which is who? A nigga like Tupac or Biggie. Which, you know, Tupac and out the water, he had a lot of shit, you know, a lot of music out there promoting. He promoted negative shit, too. I'm a 100% Tupac fan, but I see the reality for what it is. I don't, ain't none of these people God. Well, we all gods, but I'm not worshiping nobody that's a bigger God than the one that's within me. They are just another person, and I'm going to respect them for who for what they did and the impact that they made. And I'm going to acknowledge that, but we all human. We all have done negative shit, and we all... On a hundred percent pure beings, it's a part of the the adventure or life. But I wouldn't know how it is, how it would be to grow up in a time period like that, and how that how how ultimately the decisions that you, that you can make from the negative decisions that you can make from being affected by that type of stimulus can lead to you know something else that can negatively negatively affect your community. But I get that. The similar shit that they going through is how mumble rap that they went through is how mumble when they introduce mumble rap is how it is that me and my people are dealing with drug drug promotion. It's the same thing. So what I'm trying to get at is everything's infiltrated, everything's being infiltrated, and you gotta be careful because it's all an attack. And you hear me say that a lot. Everything's an attack. Yeah, I, I um, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, especially as a black male, man, like we get <laughs> we get shit for so much, man, and it's like us being two young black males, um, successful. You know, what I'm saying not on no bullshit. We know who we are as people, and we know what we stand for. Um, we're trying to break the mold of what it is to be a black man in today's society, you know? Um, and it's important, man, like, it's important to stand for something or fall for anything, man. That's what I believe in. And you gotta, you, you can't be afraid to go against the grain, not to just be like a, a contrarian, but just to be yourself, you know what I'm saying? Think outside the box. It's not a it's not anything wrong. There's not anything wrong with uh being different, you know what I'm saying? Being quote unquote weird or an outcast and shit. Like I was talking to um this this uh this queen that I've been talking to recently and I was telling her that and she agreed with it that you know, coming up, I was cool with everybody, man. I was cool with the quote unquote cool kids. I was cool with the geeks. Man, that throws you in your own category. The weirdos. But I didn't, I never felt like I fit in with any of them, really. Like, I never felt like I fit in with any of them. Like, and 
I was cool with them and shit, but it's like, man, we just different people, man. Like, I I just, certain things, like, trying to, even, you know, we, we, we used to roast each other a lot. You know, be in the hallways after lunch and shit, just roasting niggas left and right. I got roasted and niggas got roasted, you know, that's how it go. Sometimes we'd be freestyling on the damn cafeteria tables, going back to my um, Spanish class. Shout out Miss Sosa. You know, we'd be in there rapping and shit. That's when, I, that's when I started rapping when I was uh, 15. And uh, we go back and uh, we go in there. My homeboy Chris, uh, uh, Chris Johnson, homeboy Will, Gerald, my boy Draylon, my boy Aaron Terrell. Shout out to T Hall. Um, we be in there rapping and stuff. But you know, I I never back to the the roasting. Like I I never liked tearing down another brother, man. Like I I never liked that shit. That was man. niggas that was getting. Bully, like, legit, it's you know, crazy. that bully shit, man. It's like, how you going to tear down another brother? You know what I'm saying? You trying to get laughs and shit for people that don't give a fuck about you, man. Like, that shit is lame to me, bro. You don't get no fucking points for that, nigga. Like, the fuck, you, who the fuck are you? Like, what are you doing with your life? How, how are you trying to help people? Exactly, oh, because your life's so fucked up. You got to take it out on other people. That shit weak to me. You, you, not, you a weak individual, man. Like, I can't. I, can, I don't fuck I don't fuck with niggas like that, man. I can't I can't tear down another person like that. I've never been with none of that bullshit. I don't think we understand how detrimental it is for us as, as individuals. I mean, it builds tough skin, but it also like, I know for me, I always I, I got bullied. Shit, <laughs> I growing up, I always they used to always say my hair is nappy, shit like that. Um, you know, I remember in high school, I was getting I used to always get crashed on for my uh, shoes and. And shit like that. Um, but quite frankly, I didn't give a fuck then. And I don't give a fuck now. Because I seen the bigger picture. And I seen, you know, I see the shit for what it is. And we got to understand that we don't, we're not in control. So, we can't, we don't even have the power to sit up here and crash on somebody else. You you crashing on somebody's clothes? Nigga, you wearing a European shit. <laughs> You, you don't even European. own this shit you wear, man. We not we we be buying these these fucking Europeans. They don't the that make these clothes. They don't give a fuck about us, man. They don't want us wearing that shit. Exactly. Like how you gonna sit up here and crash on how how somebody's shoes look, but you wearing a a field field night. You wearing some Nikes. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I I'm just saying, you just can't be a hypocrite about it. Like, I still wear Nikes. Yeah, I got Nikes. I got Adidas. I got Jordans. I got all that shit. I got some uh, fucking Givenchy. Uh, I got some of those, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the I'm in the fashion, but as I get older, I'm caring less and less about it because it's not important to me anymore. I'm plugging from the Matrix. That's, old, that's the whole... Yeah, I'm plugging from the Matrix. Like, I'm... I want to find more black designers. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to uplift more people that's coming up in my community and put them into the spotlight. That's another thing. Yeah, we going to shit. We are not. We ain't like these other niggas out here. I'm not insecure about shit. None of my boy Stefan, he, he ain't because we wouldn't be friends. So for this platform, I ain't got nothing against promoting businesses, products, um, you know, helping everybody else out, promoting projects. Um, you know, once we get to that point where we can actually have a platform that we can do that, even, it don't matter even if one person can listen 
to us explain your product or give a recommendation for a product or your book or quote or information, video, podcast, like other people's shit. Like this is a connection. The internet is now to the point where we can connect everybody. We connect businesses. We can connect ideas. This is what we are here for. And this ain't for me. It ain't no competition. I'm not in competition with nobody. Like this, I mean, I got confidence in my product, confidence in myself, and confidence in the message that I'm going to put out and that we are going to put out as a group. So I have nothing against, uh, you know, shouting other people out. I say right now, I know my boy Dolo. Air! <laughs> Dolo the pilot, man. I, 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 that's my boy. I, 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 hey, shout out Dolo, man. Yeah. I, I, uh, the pilot, man. I, uh, I got a lot of a lot of knowledge. He, you know, starting this red pill journey. He gave me a lot of uh, astrological jewels that, you know, I, I definitely appreciate that. You know, I shout out a whole bunch of people. But, you know, as we go along, it is what it is based on the topics that we talk about. Um, you know, and fair use, I'm, I'm all about, you know, giving credit where it's due. Uh, you know, the whole point behind this is the make it to where everybody can feel at home while also at the same time so expanding our minds. So we're not always going to feel feel comfortable about what's going on, what we're saying, and topics at hand, but, you know, we all in this together. You know, we are the divine council, but this is for everybody. You know, we want this for everybody. So just wanted to add that. I mean, for this for this first podcast, I think we covered. I think this covered a lot of information. Covered a lot of uh, you know basis on what we're going to be talking about from from here here for. You know, it's really one of those things where you don't really know what you're gonna gonna get. Yeah, and I think that's gonna help yeah. help us out a lot. You know, and it's gonna be it's gonna keep y'all uh, as as a listeners entertained. And it's gonna keep us wanting to put out more content. So you know, you'll see us slowly pick up. The content as we move forward. Right, right. So you want to add anything? Uh, well, I'll say in closing, um, I hope that you know whoever listens to this, I hope they get something out of this, and it sparks an idea that leads to something that they put into motion to become to put into uh reality to make some make uh to make something of substance you know i hope that we inspire people and you know give people something to uh enjoy and something that they would want to come back to and just come here and and vibe with us you know what i'm saying so i think that's about it for the first episode uh you got anything else you want to say? No, nah, you know, shit, I'm just going to check out this, you know, Monquay, you know, we're going to start rolling this content out, you know, this is the start of, the, of, of a new new journey, this is the first stage, first layer in the foundation, and, you know, hopefully, it's the start of something great that we all can benefit from. Alright, well, I'm Stefan. You know, it's my quay. It's Divine Council. And this is Divine Council. All right, until next time.